Hello and welcome to Southern Middle Tennessee Today on WKOM and WKRM Radio. Your hometown news broadcasting from the Debbie Matthews Nashville Realty Newsroom in Columbia, Tennessee. I'm your host, Tom Price. First off, a special thanks to Chris Yao for filling in for me yesterday. Today is Wednesday, January 3rd, and we start with local news. First responders in Columbia were able to quickly respond to a vehicle accident Monday night after receiving an iPhone crash notification. The Murray County Fire Department says it happened overnight on Monday on Fry Road in Murray County. Crews arrived and found a car in a creek. Squad 12 arrived in the area and found the occupant out of the vehicle and on the roadway. Units checked for leaks and retrieved a few items for the owner, according to a press release. Apple's crash detection senses a severe car crash and helps connect emergency responders to the location. It's unclear what caused the crash or if anyone was hurt. Fireworks are believed to be the cause of a house fire in Spring Hill on Sunday. Spring Hill Fire Department responded to a house fire just after 11 p.m. in the Cobblestone subdivision. The homeowner noticed the fire and called 911 and was able to get his family out safely. Crews arrived and confined the fire to the garage and attic areas. The fire was ignited by used fireworks disposed of in a trash can. A grass fire was also extinguished to protect a neighboring house. Columbia Fire and Rescue, Murray County Fire, Williamson County Fire Rescue, Williamson EMS, Spring Hill Police Department, Williamson and Murray Ecoms, and Middle Tennessee Electric all responded to the fire. As a safety reminder, always ensure fireworks have been completely extinguished before disposal. A Murray County firefighter was saved by his partner after falling through the floor of a burning home on Monsanto Road on December 19th. Upon arrival of the home, located just outside of Columbia, firefighters observed heavy fire on one side of the house, multiple cars, and a walker on the front porch. They had reason to believe that someone was possibly still inside, Murray County Deputy Fire Chief Ricky Schatz said. They forced entry into the house and started advancing a hose line in, he said. Once the home was deemed to be clear of any occupants, firefighters began knocking down the main body of fire. One of the firefighters went through the floor, and due to the way his legs were in the floor, he was trapped and unable to get out, Schatz said. He did have some areas of fire coming from underneath. It was then that the unnamed firefighter was saved by his partner, who was able to pull him back through the floor. No injuries were reported during the incident. However, Schatz said two other firefighters received minor injuries through their protective clothing during the initial attack, but did not require transport to the hospital. The fire is currently under investigation by fire investigators through the Murray County Sheriff's Office. Schatz said such investigations are routine, and so far nothing has been deemed suspicious. Murray County rang in the new year Sunday by lowering the metal mule head from high above the courthouse square in Columbia, thanks again to the work put in by Center of Hope. Center of Hope director Cindy Sims has been working tirelessly following the opening of a new shelter for Center of Hope to make sure the 2024 mule drop was another successful event. Beginning at 8 p.m. on the square with live music, the free event is annually open to the public throughout the night into early morning, and Sims said the event has something for every family dynamic. If you have young children and you just want to go and enjoy some things, count down and go home, you can, she said, as there will be a countdown at every hour. 
The big countdown is at midnight with fireworks from the roof of the courthouse, she said. We are really excited about the fireworks this year because there was something new, she said. And if you enjoyed the music last year, you certainly enjoyed this year's, Sims said. The event is a fundraiser for the Center of Hope Shelter, which supports victims of domestic violence, sexual assault, sexual assault, stalking, and human trafficking. We are the local domestic violence and sexual assault center. We have been serving Murray County for the last 34 years, and in 2018, we picked up Lawrence, Giles, and Wayne counties, Sims said. Domestic violence and sexual assault knows no barriers. It can happen to the wealthiest and the poorest of people in any race or belief system, she said. Each year, sponsors and vendors help support their mission through this event. We had axe-throwing, cornhole, and a cigar lounge to go along with the food trucks and other vendors, Sims said. We have the greatest community in the world, and we couldn't do it without our sponsors and BMC Metalworks, who created the apparatus that is dropped by industrial contractors, she said. Murray Regional Medical Center Board of Trustees Chair Houston Parks retired on January 1st following 15 years of service, the past six as board chair. The Columbia native is a longtime local attorney who most recently has been in private practice at the law firm Parks, Bryant & Snyder, PLLC. It's been a pleasure serving this community and organization as a member of the Murray Regional Medical Center Board of Trustees, Parks said. This health system is a tremendous benefit to the communities we serve, and I'm proud to, of how it's grown and the vision that's in place for the future, he said. Under Parks' leadership, Murray Regional Health has accomplished many endeavors, including expansion of Murray Regional Medical Center's surgical services to include two da Vinci robotic platforms for general, gynecologic, urologic, and thoracic surgery, Stryker's Mako robotic system for joint replacements, the 7D surgical flash navigation system for spinal and cranial surgery, the opening of a state-of-the-art cancer center at Columbia Mall, and the installation of advanced imaging systems including 128-slice CTs, PET, and 3D mammography. In addition, the health system has received numerous awards and accreditations as a reflection of its commitment to clinical excellence and patient safety. Houston's experience, legal expertise, and business acumen have been instrumental in our success, and I am immensely grateful for his service, said Murray Regional Health CEO Dr. Martin Cheney. The Murray Regional Medical Center Board of Trustees will elect a new chair and announce other board appointments at its January 25, 2024 meeting. As Blood Assurance prepares for the new year, the Community Blood Center is asking residents to donate the gift of life to close out this season of giving. Entering Friday morning of last week, the nonprofit was in critical need of all blood types, especially O-positive and O-negative. Additionally, platelet donations were urgently needed. December and January are always detrimental for community blood centers due to holiday travel, frigid weather, and illnesses such as the flu, according to J.B. Gaskin, CEO of Blood Assurance. Blood Assurance has faced some enormous challenges in the weeks leading up to the new year, including supplying a large quantity of additional blood units to hospitals in Middle Tennessee, treating patients with injuries sustained during the deadly tornadoes, he said. The call for donations comes on the heels of National Blood Donor Month. The month of January marks the 54th anniversary of National Blood Donor Month. Enacted in January of 1970 by President Richard Nixon, the proclamation pays tribute to voluntary blood donors while encouraging new donors to give the gift of life. 
Our nonprofit is still experiencing one of the largest shortages we've seen in five decades, said Gaskins. We hope our community understands the importance of donating before, during, and after National Blood Donor Month by recognizing that blood isn't something that can be manufactured. A single blood donation can save three lives, he said. Donors can give back by scheduling an appointment at www.bloodassurance.org forward slash schedule by calling 1-800-962-0628 or by texting the word BAGIVE to the number 999 999- 777. Murray County government has been awarded a $5,000 matching grant from the South Central Tennessee Development District. The Arts Build Communities, or ABC, grant will help the county commemorate the historic Murray County Courthouse as it celebrates 120 years of service to the community in 2024. The grant will fund a community juried art competition open to Murray County citizens of all ages. According to a press release, the theme will focus on what does the courthouse represent to its citizens? Citizens are invited to use their artistic abilities to design an original piece of art. All genres are welcome, then interprets what the Murray County Courthouse means. The Murray County Courthouse is an iconic and historic structure for the state of Tennessee. Built by local architect J.E.R. Carpenter before he went on to great fame as one of the leading architects of luxury high-rise living in New York City, this building has been the central focus of Murray County since it was built in 1904. It symbolizes much to our community. This grant is a wonderful opportunity to allow the citizens of the county to interpret and express what the building represents. The contest will start with a commemoration ceremony honoring the courthouse, which will include a proclamation by Murray County Mayor Sheila Budd, followed by an overview focusing on the history of the Murray County Courthouse by me, Tom Price, starting at 4 p.m. on Thursday, January 11th. Murray County citizens will have from January 11th to March 22nd to submit their artwork to the Murray County Archives temporary location located at 1446 Oak Springs Drive, Suite 100 in Columbia. Art will be juried in four age categories, elementary school, secondary school, high school, and adults ages 18 and over. Prizes will be awarded for first, second, and third place for each category, and one grant prize winner will be announced during Mule Day on April 6th of 2024. Rules for artist submissions include that artwork must be original. All artwork intended for wall mounting, such as drawings and paintings in the 18-plus category, must be submitted in a frame and wired for hanging. All submitted art must be accompanied by a card with the artist's name, contact information, category, title, and medium. And all art must be submitted by 3 p.m. on Friday, March 22nd. Art will be juried by five esteemed artists, which include local photographers Sarah Gillum and Ross Janes, as well as painters James Spearman and Margaret Warfield, and sculptor Jennifer Grisham. The winning submissions will be displayed at the courthouse during the 2024 Mule Day festivities, All submitted artwork will be placed on display at the Prior Art Gallery at Columbia State Community College from May 13th to June 14th. The exhibit will open with a gallery reception on May 13th. For more information about the contest, contact the Murray County Archives at 931-375-1500. And now your hometown memorials sponsored by Oaks and Nichols Funeral Home. Mr. Johnny N. Wooten, 86, born in Bartow, Florida, and a resident of Columbia, passed away on December 7th. Visitation for Mr. Wooten will be held at Oaks and Nichols Funeral Home in Columbia on Wednesday, January 3rd from 4 to 8 p.m. 
A memorial service will follow on Saturday, January 6th at 10 a.m. at Oaks and Nichols Funeral Home. Mr. Wooten will be laid to rest at Rose Hill Cemetery. Mr. William Bill Joseph Hosbach, 80, a resident of Columbia and retired lab analyst for Swarco, passed away on December 28th at his residence. A celebration of life will be held at Central Christian Church on Saturday, January 6th from 1 to 4 p.m. Oaks and Nichols Funeral Directors are assisting the family with arrangements. Mrs. Vicki Lynn Love Knight, 79, a lifelong resident of Columbia and retired property underwriting vice president for Farm Bureau, passed away peacefully on Monday, December 25th at her residence. A private graveside service will be scheduled at a later date. Oaks and Nickel Funeral Directors are assisting the family with arrangements. Hometown Memorials is sponsored by Oaks and Nichols Funeral Home, serving with dignity and consideration for over 150 years. As years go by, people may tend to forget just what a funeral is really all about. At Oaks and Nichols, we believe it's first and always a special remembrance of someone you love. We start by listening to your needs and desires. If you're unsure, we can help gently, professionally. At Oaks and Nichols Funeral Directors, we haven't lost sight of why we're here, to serve Murray County families in the ways they prefer, and why Matt and Susie Sowell believe the way to honor tradition is with especially personal service. We believe your traditions, your customs, your rites of passage are very important, but we also believe in taking care of your personal wishes as well. At Oaks and Nichols, we try to do more than just the expected things, so the service you receive honors your heritage and is uniquely yours, and we invite you to experience the difference. Oaks and Nichols Funeral Directors, 320 West 7th Street in Columbia, since 1856, people you can rely on. For your southern Middle Tennessee weather, we will have generally cloudy skies today with a high of 46 degrees. Winds will be light and variable. Tonight, we can expect generally clear skies and a low of 27 degrees. Let's take a break. When we come back, we'll cover state and national news that affect you. You're listening to Southern Middle Tennessee Today. Debbie Matthews Realtor and her husband Jason, who is a pro songwriter, also own a music publishing company. They live in historic downtown Columbia with their dogs. Dog rescue work is their passion project. They consider Middle Tennessee their backyard and their lives are full of all things Tennessee. Debbie says there is no greater honor than to help someone find a home. To be trusted with that job, there is no greater privilege. Call Debbie at the Nashville Realty Group, 615-476-3224, 615-476-3224. Family first. <laughs> My dad used to tell us that all the time. But family first wasn't just something he'd say to us. It was how he lived every day of his life. And it's how I try to live mine, too. At Shelter Insurance, our agents are dedicated to helping provide personalized auto, home, and life protection that puts your family first. For auto, home, life, or business insurance, see Shelter Agent Tommy Hyde Jr. at 388-2009. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole bar. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. 
For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. More high-quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Are you a homeowner looking to unlock the potential of your home equity? Explore a home equity loan with First Farmers. Hi, this is Felicia Brown with First Farmers, and we would like to invite you to access funds with a home equity loan. For home improvements, invest in education, or simplify your finances, you can make your dreams a reality with the power of your home equity. Get started today. Apply online at myfirstfarmers.com or call to speak with one of our team specialists at 1-800-882-8378. Equal housing lender. This is Trey Adcock with Dixie Equipment Sales and Rental. We sell ASV and Wacker Noisen equipment. We also rent a wide variety of compact equipment in the Middle Tennessee area. Come see us. We are located in Columbia, Tennessee at 200 East 16th Street. You can call us at 615-969-0118 or visit our website at www.dixiediesel.com. We have been in business for over 42 years and we would love to help you turn your project into reality. Hi, this is George Rawls with The Way Realty. Please allow me to share a little bit about us. We measure our success by the quality of service you receive. We provide many ways to help you get the most when selling your house, like home staging, landscaping, repairs, professional pictures, and aggressive marketing. Our listings are posted on the MLS, Realtracks.com, Zillow, Realtor.com, and Trulia. Your house will most likely be your biggest investment for your family and for your future retirement. Let us help you fulfill the American dream by buying, building, or selling your next home. And most importantly, let this new year be a great year by putting Jesus first in your life. Jesus Christ changes lives. I know because He changed mine. Welcome back to Southern Middle Tennessee Today on WKOM 101.7 and WKRM 103.7. This program is sponsored in part by George Vrylis and the great team at The Way Realty. I'm Tom Price. And now news from around the state. This year's holiday season has left Tennessee with a lingering hangover, a sharp rise in respiratory illnesses, the increase has led to Nashville clinics and hospital emergency departments routinely filled with patients with COVID-19 and influenza. Tennessee and the rest of the South are now reporting high or very high levels of flu activity, according to the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. The volunteer state is now at that highest level of flu activity with a 12% increase in related outpatient visits in the final days of December, according to the CDC and the Tennessee Department of Health. At least one Tennessee child from an undisclosed part of the state has died from the virus, the State Department of Health reported. Meanwhile, new cases of COVID-19 have been rising in Tennessee since October. As of December 24th, the most recent data available, more than 460 hospitalized patients were diagnosed with the novel coronavirus. Of those, 63 received treatment in intensive care units, according to that report. Those are the highest numbers since early March. 
We're definitely seeing a significant number of individuals coming in with upper respiratory symptoms, you know, nasal congestion, sore throats, cough, muscle aches, fever as well, said Dr. Tyler Barrett, Executive Medical Director for Emergency Services at Vanderbilt University Medical Center. We're still seeing a bit of COVID, but nothing like we were seeing several years ago. Most of the patients I've seen in our ER with symptoms haven't been vaccinated, he said. Additionally, confirmed respiratory syncytial virus cases are at their highest number statewide in more than a year. RSV is potentially dangerous for young children and older adults with chronic diseases and or compromised immune systems. Nationally, the number of flu vaccine doses administered was at its lowest level in five years, as of mid-December, CDC data show. As of December 9th, 17% of adults 60 and older have been inoculated against RSV, the CDC reported. That's the same percentage of Americans who have received the latest COVID-19 booster vaccine. In Tennessee, it's around 10.6%. Physicians say this year's strains of respiratory illnesses aren't generally particularly more dangerous than those in previous years. This is certainly the case with COVID-19, whose current strains aren't killing and or hospitalizing patients at rates even close to the peak 2021 season. Still, RSV is the leading cause of infant hospitalizations. A new treatment developed to protect them has been in short supply this year. We encourage those who are concerned about RSV to reach out to their primary care provider for specified guidance on vaccination, said Matthew Peters, spokesman for the Metro Nashville Public Health Department. Beyond vaccination, mitigation practices like staying home when sick, washing hands, and covering coughs can help the community mitigate the effects of respiratory illnesses this season, he said. A vaccine for pregnant women, which can protect their eventual newborns, is widely available, however. So too are flu shots and the latest COVID-19 booster. The website vaccines.gov can help people find convenient locations to get them. Lauren Taylor, an emergency room physician for Ascension St. Thomas Hospitals in Nashville, said she's treated as at, as at least as many COVID-19 patients as influenza patients this season. In both cases, the unboosted and unvaccinated have tended to be a little more severe, Taylor said. Things often surge after the holidays because people are congregating and so contagious illnesses spread quickly. And that's what I think we're seeing now, she said. But I don't think the severity of COVID illnesses is as bad as 2020 or 2021, she said. In the 14 years, Middle Tennessee State University Geosciences Professor Alan Brown and the Earth Experience Museum team have been making the journey to Beish Ranch in Montana to hunt for dinosaur bones. They have found many Triceratop fossils, but never a skull. As far as dinosaurs, Triceratops are very common, but any skull is going to be kind of rare, Brown said. But in the summer of 2023... That changed. The rancher, Shanna Beish, came across a Triceratops skull on the property not long before Brown and his team visited. When we were there this summer, I said that I'm hoping someday the museum can get a Triceratops skull. And she said, well, here's one you can dig up. The Triceratops skull, which made its way to Murfreesboro in September, was exposed on the ranch property. The horns and nose have mostly worn away, but the rest was still buried and is intact. The Earth's Earth Experience Museum is the first museum of natural history in Middle Tennessee, located in Murfreesboro. The museum volunteers are still unpacking the skull and working the rock away, a process that could take anywhere from eight months to a year and a half. 
I'm too busy, Brown said. I don't get to play on the cool things anymore. So Joe is actually in charge of the Triceratops skull, he said. Joe Noshera is a retiree that moved to Nashville and had some experience doing fossil stuff, according to Brown. He heads up the skull work along with Mandy O'Grady and Fisher Touchton. The team cuts away a small piece of the casing made of aluminum foil and plaster to uncover a section of the fossil. Then they begin the intricate process of chipping away rock from the surface, taking care to avoid damaging the fossil itself. The skull, according to Brown, is approximately 66 million years old. Microscopically, in the limb bones of dinosaurs, they add actual layers on the outer part of it, kind of like a tree ring, to help age them, but it's only in the outer couple millimeters, Brown said. There are no limb bones to accompany the Triceratops skull, though, so there's no way to judge its age or when it died. While in Montana, Brown and his team spent a lot of time wandering around looking at the ground, he said. Individual dinosaur bones are pretty common. We probably find about one a day when we're out there in Montana. Paleontologists have been searching for dinosaur bones now for like 150 years, and so we kind of know the good places to go, Brown said. Out west just so happens to be dinosaur central. For a dead animal to fossilize, it must be buried. Otherwise, it will just decompose and turn back into soil. During the time of the dinosaurs, the Rocky Mountains were forming. As the range was pushing toward the sky, sediment was washing down off the young mountains, burying things. If you trace down the Rocky Mountains from Canada all the way down into Mexico, you're going to find dinosaurs, said Brown. A section of the Andes Mountains in South America was also forming around the same time, so there are quite a few fossils in that area as well. But not all mountain ranges are fossil mines. The Appalachian Mountains formed long before dinosaurs roamed the Earth and were already halfway worn away by the time dinosaurs were traversing them. The Himalayas are far too young and formed after dinosaurs went extinct. The Earth Experience Museum opened in 2014. Located on Old Salem Highway in Murfreesboro, the museum is open Wednesday through Saturday from 11 a.m. to 4 p.m. Admission is $9 for ages 12 and up, $7 for ages 4 to 11, and free for children 3 years old and under. There are countless exhibits from a full-size T-Rex cast named Frank. You're not going to find another within 400 miles, said Brown, to fossils of small dinosaurs that prove the animals had feathers. You can see the Triceratops skull on display as it is being uncovered, but it will not be complete for several months to come. Following doctor's orders, Tennessee State Speaker Randy McNally will miss the first few weeks of the legislative session while he recovers from ankle surgery. Second in line, Senator Farrell Hale will preside over floor sessions. McNally has been in a cast for months now, so the ankle surgery wasn't unexpected. And without him at the start of session, things should run as usual, especially given that the first few weeks of session are pretty light in comparison to the later months. The Speaker's absence isn't out of the ordinary. There are times during most sessions when he must be out for various reasons. Last year, McNally had to miss a floor session to have a pacemaker installed due to an irregular heartbeat. Thanks to modern technology, McNally says he will be monitoring proceedings remotely and will be in constant contact with leadership. Let's take one last break. When we come back, we'll cover the final story of the day. You're listening to Southern Middle Tennessee Today. 
Turner and Osborne Tire Company, 1016 South Main Street in Columbia. Give them a call at 931-388-6822. They've been doing business since 1947 and in their current location since 1964. They provide the best tire and mechanical work at some of the best prices in Middle Tennessee. Hey, they're official Michelin and Goodyear dealers, and they've got all kinds of brands as well. Stop by and see Walker Vining and his professional staff or check them out online at turnerandosborne.com. That's turnerandosborne.com. Don't let pain keep you out of the game. Murray Regional Physical Therapy's experienced team of therapists can help you recover from surgery, injury, or illness by designing a plan that meets your unique needs. We utilize state-of-the-art equipment and proven techniques to help you get back to doing the things you love. Schedule a consultation at any of our convenient Southern Middle Tennessee locations by calling 931-380-4014. Murray Regional Health, where clinical excellence meets compassionate care. Welcome back to Southern Middle Tennessee Today, and now our final story. The first big Powerball jackpot has already happened for 2024. A lucky Michigan ticket winner started the new year with a big win after Monday night's drawing, walking away with a jackpot worth $842.4 million. The cash value? $425.2 million. Originally, Powerball estimated the jackpot would only hit $810 million, but a surge of ticket buyers pushed it to the fifth largest Powerball prize ever and moved it into the top 10 highest lottery jackpots of all time. Even if you didn't win big, don't throw out your ticket just yet. Nationwide, the Powerball drawing produced more than 1.8 million winning tickets, according to Powerball. That's all for this edition of Southern Middle Tennessee Today on Kennedy Broadcasting WKOM WKRM Radio. If you ever miss a part or all of this broadcast, you can listen to it anytime or read the transcript online by visiting frontporchradiotn.com. It's always there for you. I'll be back tomorrow to update you with the latest news. I'm Tom Price. Thanks for listening. Be safe and have a great day.